We are the Marcelin Brothers, and this is the Marcelin Brothers Podcast, MBP for short. We are here to share our story and to contribute our thoughts about everyday topics in life. Time to sit back, relax, and get ready for the MVP attack. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Today is April 25th, 2019. And if you are listening, you're listening or watching the Marston Brothers podcast. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing? Yo, yo, yo. Let me tell you, it's been fantastic week. I'm currently in the Maldives. Bittersweet, though. Um, this is the last day of my splendid time here in this fantastic island country off the coast of the southern tip of India. I'm in the Indian Ocean, if you don't see. Let's take a Go look ahead. back here. Go ahead. Give us the little panoramic. Give us the 360. Panoramic. There we go. Got a little... <laughs> I'm right on the water. Hey, if you're going to be in the Maldives, you might as well go all out and get on that water. Hey, give us a tour, but, man. While you're there, give us a tour. Come on. I, mean, I can just give a little tour of the backyard area. Um, the wifey is still resting and taking in and all the, the amenities and the time she can here. Right now, local in the Maldives, it's about 7, 18 in the morning. I know it's kind of dark where you guys are, but we're just now waking up. And I have to say, this has been quite the experience, quite the experience. Um, for those of you who don't really have the opportunity to take time off, I will say this. I think it's important to try to find a way to do just that and try to find a way to just take a break from whatever it is that you're doing on a day-to-day just to recharge and then to try to figure out what's important in life. You know, um, I'm not saying you have to <laughs> drop everything, spend everything and, you know, leave the country. But I think wherever you are, there is a way to find a mini vacation and just get out for a little bit, you know. But, oof, Marvin, I can't be mad fantastic. at you. <laughs> it's so been fantastic. It's been fantastic. But I can't be mad at you. But I can't Listen, be for, mad at you. Those of you who are just tuning into this podcast, I oh. will definitely suggest go to the YouTube channel, the Marson Brothers Podcast YouTube channel, to take a view and just to check out, you know, the views that I was able to uh, produce for you guys. So, if you hear a lot of wind in the background, it's because I am literally in the Indian Ocean, where there's a current breeze that is just going through non-stop continuously and it's fantastic <laughs> you know you you remind me of the situation right now <laughs> uh. Mike, the situation man so marvin out of the goodness of his heart has decided that he wants to continue on with the mvp and actually invite us into his vacation so what we figured that we would do real quick 
because he has limited time. This podcast is about. I'm so mad at you right now, <laughs> and I'm seeing all the all the open water bungalows right now. I, I can't. You, you need to stop. But what we decided that we would do is, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not able to see the actual YouTube, Marvin pretty much is posing. He is on the water. All you see is crystal clear blue skies along with crystal clear blue water. Marvin has been able to spend some time on an overwater bungalow. On the inside of his overwater bungalow, you can actually see on the bottom, and when you look down, you see actual water. Not just outside, but inside his bungalow, you can see glass, and it's just straight down to the water. Marvin has a pool outside of his overwater bungalow, and let me make sure that I, I make this specific. It's private. So he has his own pool, he has his own staircase into the water, and he has his own overwater bungalow where he's been able to spend some time with his wife. So this episode is about what is your favorite vacation and why and are you thinking of when you are booking this vacation? So, Marvin, why don't you just tell me about your favorite vacation? I think I now know the answer to this because we are doing this live. So tell me a little bit about your favorite vacation. What's your favorite vacation? And what are some of the things that you've done for this vacation? Well, everybody who's tuning in, um, I will say that I originally reside in the greater Philadelphia area, so the suburbs of Philadelphia. And I am a resident who is in year number two out of three, about to be number three out of three. And I was given the opportunity to take a vacation. And, you know, this was my one vacation that my wife and I kind of planned all year long. And so time quickly approached and here and behold, it was time for vacation. So we just hopped on the plane and we went. So this particular vacation we went to, it's, it's three-tiered. We started off in India. We went to uh, New Delhi. We also went to Agra. And we saw... We, you know, better than me just telling you, I gotta gotta show you the pictures. We went to the Taj Mahal and it was, oh oh my gosh, beautiful. Is that one of of the seven wonders of the world, the Taj Mahal? It, it was. And you know what? I'm not up to date anymore. I don't know if these things change or not, but that structure was phenomenal. So big, white marble, so pristine. And this is uh, a, a climate that's extremely hot. But with that white marble and the way they built it, there's like air tunnels that go throughout the Taj Mahal itself. So certain places you can just stand and you can just feel that breeze hitting you. And, and cooling you off. I, I don't know. I think it's up there with um, the, the hieroglyphs or the pyramids in Egypt. It, it was fantastic. And, you know, I, I don't want to interrupt, I'm but so can, you give us, can you give us the view of just having the, uh, the overwater bungalow in your background so that we see how that looks? Or can you, are you not able to do it based on how you're situated? Like, can you put your back to the bungalow so we can just see how that looks? Of course, of course. Anything for the viewers. Oh my gosh. 
You see what he's got going on in the background? He's got like a cabana set up. He's got his overwater bungalow. He's, you see his pool there. He gets to just sit and just watch. Okay, yeah. I... Oh, many hours were spent out here. In fact, we got floaties and we put them right in the pool. We were just looking into the ocean, the Indian Ocean, and taking it all in. And then we took some time to just go in the Indian Ocean itself. So we were in floaties in the Indian Ocean. And then I went snorkeling and I was just going in and out, enjoying, investigating, seeing what I could see. It's beautiful. But let's go back to the conversation we had before in regards to what the trip uh, entitled. So, number one, we started off in India. That was tier number one. Then we moved on to tier number two, which was moving on to the Maldives. And like I said, it's uh, island country off the coast of India. A series of, I believe, 26 mile uh, countries or so. Or not countries, but islands or so. And then tier number three is going to be going back to India. And then tier number four is um, going to Qatar, which is um, you know, a country in the Middle East. And then I'm going to be flying back to uh, you know, the greater Philadelphia area and just capping everything off. So you know, things are chugging along. I am a little sad, but at the same time, I'm extremely proud of the trip that my wife, again, my wife is the travel guide slash travel agent for this whole trip. You know, hats off to her. She's the best. Uh, but I, I just want to be a storyteller. I just want to tell you, you know, the adventures that we went on and what it, what it feels to be out here. And so I say all this because just taking some time to think about what has transpired and try to take a, a, a big view of the world. What I'm coming down to is this. While here in the Maldives, the most important thing that you can strive for in this world is L-O-V-E. Oh love. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, the hot Roman candle type of love. I'm talking about just the love for your fellow human being. Because here oh. in the Maldives, this, this is like a little cultural melting pot. And because of this I wonderful this resort, <laughs> hey, yo, because of this wonderful resort, you're looking at people from all different aspects of the world. You know, people from the U.S. of A. I'm going to be mixing continents oh, and countries, geez. and I don't care. <laughs> huh. We're talking about people in, from India, from Asia, Australia. Africa, they're all here, and guess what? You do, you do know they India is in Asia, right? Each other. Well, I, I like I said, I'm gonna be mixing <laughs> countries and continents, and I don't even care. You know why? Because I'm on vacation. Yes, you are. <laughs> but, but you know, at the end of the day, people are all here enjoying. They don't speak the same languages, but guess what? They're able to communicate. You know why? Because of L O V E. Just the other day, um, I was in the pool. It was like an affinity pool over at the headquarters of the resort. I, I see how you of, just of the, uh, resort. Oh, I, was, I was in an infinity pool. You just, just laid that out there. Just tried to slide it in, by the way. Well, continue. For those of you who don't know what an infinity pool is, just think of it as one of these things, but endless <laughs> on a grander scheme. Anyways, 
and this gentleman was with this family and I saw this weird slash awesome looking mask. It was a onesie mask for your face so you can see, but it was a snorkel. It was a mask snorkel. I don't know what it was called. It was out of this world. It was fantastic. And so I was like, excuse me, sir, can I take a look? Like, what is that? The guy was French, spoke pure French, did not know one word that I was saying, but we kind of connected there. Same with the wife. And they're like, you know, try it on, try it. I was like, really? I just wanted to look at it. And they're like, try it. Again, this is in their language. I don't know how to say try it. And um, are you sure I that's what they were saying? How do you know that they weren't yeah. wanting to be slingers or something, swingers or something like that? By the way, get out of here! Get out of here! This is a family, mother, father with their child. Okay. The guy took the mask off his face and he put it on my face and he said, "Try it." So I went and I swam a little bit with this. I'm just gonna call it a onesie, snorkeling mask with the breathing tube. And it was pretty cool. So it was like, you just stick it on, and then you just go swimming, and you just breathe, and you can breathe in the water. It was pretty cool. But that's just that's just a little example of, you know, I don't know who that person is. They don't know who I am. They literally come from Europe. I'm from the U.S. of A. But we're connecting. We're in paradise. Why not? L O B E. That is the most important thing. When it all is said and done, that, my friend, is what it's all about. And I got to say, Marvin, you're, you're looking very youthful right now. You are looking very calmed and relaxed. You look like you had like a facial. I think this trip has really made you younger. You are actually funny now on the podcast. You have a sense of humor. It's like you're... Oh, not- right. Not that you're drunk. actually finally. Like, I'm not saying that you're drunk and tipsy right now because you're you're seriously not. But you're so carefree and you're silly right now, and I think that's what vacation does. So I cannot stress the importance of a vacation, and you know I think you can find vacation wherever you are uh, in this world. It's just a matter of taking time off from your daily routine and just taking a break and those of you who think i just need a muscle through all the time um year after year day after day uh, i'm here to tell you i think it's important and just try it out try it out you will be amazed and you will see the difference so those are my two cents and that's my quick tip maybe not so quick of today so, ladies and gentlemen, again, Marvin's got his designer sunglasses on. Again, not not a cloud in the sky. He's got a a, a button-down shirt, but his button-down is not long sleeve; it's short sleeve, and he's just smiling and he's loving life. So, I didn't tell you this, Marvin, but around the five-minute mark to around the ten-minute mark. It looks like I lost connection with you. So you were on a soliloquy. So I I apologize, audience, and I apologize, Marvin, if you mentioned this during your soliloquy. What has your favorite vacation been so far in your life and why? Well, right now, hands down, it has to be. Uh, my favorite vacation is the one I'm currently on. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm probably going to be comparing my future vacations to this one until 
the next round knocks it off. So, like, you know, King of the Hill, right now, this current vacation is the winner of King of the Hill. So, we'll see. But I'm sure there's going to be other great adventures uh, here to come. And you know what? Bring it on. That's what I have to say. Bring it on. So this is coming from a gentleman who has not only been to this extravagant vacation, but he's also spent some time in Dubai, been able to go snow skiing indoors, been able to ride on a camel, was able to try exquisite foods, and got to wear a turban, and he was just doing his thing. So tell me a little bit, and then, um, what was it, the, the, the list? The Wiz Khalifa, what's the name of that building? <laughs> <laughs> the Burj, it's called, it's, it's called the Burj Khalifa. The Burj Khalifa. And that is the tallest building in the world. But those of you who had the opportunity to go to Dubai, what I will say is do visit the Burj Khalifa, but I don't think it's worth going all the way to the top because you have to pay a premium for that, where if you just go a couple floors underneath the top it's much more affordable and honestly the views are the same <laughs> when you're when you're on a building that is like a skyscraper or two skyscrapers put together the difference between a couple hundred feet you can't really feel any difference so those are my tell me a little bit sense. about the food when you have experienced your India and the Maldives. Tell me about the food. What did you like? Did you eat local food? Did you try, you know, did you find Americanized places when you were there? Tell me about that. Well, in India, they say if you're not from India, you need to make sure you eat hot cooked foods because uh, the Indians who are native to that country they develop, I guess, a certain set of microbes in their stomach to break things down. I don't have that. <laughs> Therefore, I made sure to eat at well-to-do uh, restaurants that have, they're probably a little more pricey compared to, um, like, the street foods. However, I was sure that, you know, that food wouldn't get me sick. So I did that. But how did I find the places to eat? Well, we had a tour guide. And... The tour guide was like, listen, you need to eat here, 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 or here. These are my suggestions. And I was like, you know what? You are native to this country. I will listen to what you have to say. And that's what I did. Um, but the food, it's all good, man. I'm not that much of a foodie. <laughs> and that's all I was going to say. You're not a foodie. I'm not a foodie. But the food was delicious. And it, it it's very important to try different foods when you go to different countries, but do listen to what the locals say when it comes to what you should try and what you shouldn't try. Um, but I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's a lot of like, it's a smorgasbord of different foods, but everything was delicious. Sorry guys, I'm not a foodie, so I can't use elaborate words to express the types of foods and how it tasted and all that. Now, I know one thing when I, and I'll tell you a little bit about what my favorite trips have been, but I remember when I went to a different country and visited, I realized, one, how big of a world it is, how, but, and how small you are as an individual in that world, and that the whole world doesn't really 
revolve around the United States, which I think was something that was good for me to learn. And looking at customs and looking at different types of rituals, it's very similar no matter where you go. Like I remember when I went to Ireland and it was a Monday and they were doing Monday night football, but Monday night football was soccer. And people went to bars, people, you know, when you go to bars, it's the same things. People just sound a little different. You'll hear different dialects, you'll hear different accents. But a lot of the actions were pretty similar. It was just that I was in a different country, but I feel like humans are humans. What is your take on that from your experience in India and where you are now and comparing that to your experiences when you went to Dubai? I mean, I definitely would agree with um, the sentiments and the statements that you're saying. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, when you get to the cultural aspect of where you're from, it's very easy to uh, accumulate and to assimilate to that culture. And people Boy. at the end of the day want to feel connected and they want to have a good time. So something that I noticed you know, from America versus other countries is we as Americans, we kind of we kind of take things kind of serious, <laughs> like way too serious all the time. Other countries, people like to take take breaks, um, relax, enjoy the um, the natural aspects that that country has to offer. Um, but at the same time, I think things are relative. So if you're in a country that doesn't have much, but you see that everybody has kind of the same amount as you, then you don't really feel all that left out but i think it's when you come to an area that there's huge discrepancies between the haves and the have-nots that's when you begin to realize oh you're not the same and then when you uh when that is brought to the periphery then people start to get angry etc 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 so i think that's part of um, what it is but then the other aspect of it is like um, i'm assuming and this is a huge assumption like i'm here in the Indian Ocean, right? And this is something that, uh, as Americans, people would probably pay a pretty penny to get here to see this. But for the Maldivians who are, you know, this is where they live, this is normal to them, you know? So wherever you are, there are certain things that are native and normal that you kind of probably take for granted. Whereas other people from different parts of the world will pay a pretty penny to just experience what you experience on a normal basis. So that leads me to wonder, what are some of the things in my native Philadelphia <laughs> that I take for granted, however, people travel from all around the world to, to experience and they'll pay somewhat of a pretty penny. I guess one thing would be, uh, if you're a history buff and if you like American history, um, Philadelphia 76ers, for example, um, the reason why, do you know why they're called the 76ers? Okay, okay Marvin. Why are they called, they're called the 76ers? They, they are called, listen, they are called oh, the 76ers boy, because guy. in 1776, that's when the country was founded. So there's a huge cultural history of the independence and the creation of the country in Philadelphia. And that's something that Philadelphians can take for granted because it's right there. You can walk to the Liberty Bell. You can walk to a lot of these um, uh, areas for free, um, but people from around the country will fly, pay a pretty penny to get there to experience it on their own. So, why am I saying all this? I think why something to realize... Stuff, 
yeah, why am I saying it? I think when it comes to vacations, wherever you are, there's probably something close by that's local that you can experience for yourself without having to pay an arm and a leg if getting out is way too difficult to do. So my challenge for you guys is to figure out whatever that is and experience it for yourself. What time did you wake up again? I mean, it's it's 7.41 right now, your time, a.m. It's 10.41 p.m. Eastern time. And what time did you get up, your time? Oh, what time did I get up? Maybe like... (laughs) Like an hour ago. <laughs> this guy, you should, see, I would say that you're delirious of sleep, but you just woke up. My gosh. Well, um, so I guess for me, my favorite experiences of travel have been. I've, I've got a couple. I've got one of my favorite trips was after I finished pharmacy residency. That was I had about a month and a half before I had to start my new job. And I had an opportunity to do a European trip. And then I also went to Asia. So one of my co-residents. So growing up, advice that I received from, you know, Cousin Phil, uh, along with one of my fraternity brothers, Brad Burton. Shout out to you, Brad. Cap aside for life. Yeah, you know how it is. Wow. So uh, <laughs> when they told me one of the best things you could do is get to know somebody who lives in a different country because it's an opportunity to be able to hang out and be able to to go somewhere free. So <clears throat> my co-resident, you know, and I, you know, he asked, hey, you know, when you're done, you can come spend, you know, a couple of weeks with him when you're done. And I took him up on his offer. I thought he was joking. And I said, no, I'll really go. And he said, really? I said, yeah, really. So... What we ended up doing was flew out, went to Singapore, went to Malaysia. He was from Malaysia, then went to Malaysia, and then went to Singapore. And then one of my fraternity brothers from pharmacy school actually lived in Singapore. Shout out to Franklin Roy. Again, Capital Society for Life. You know how we do. So wow. he said, hey, if you can get down, like I posted on Facebook, hey, you know, I'm in Singapore, so if you can get down here, we can hang out, we can do, we can hang out, I'll show you around, you can crash, and then it'll be good times. So I said, cool. So we were, when you're in Asia and Europe, it's, you know, it's very cheap to be able to fly from country to country. It's like, you know, 10, 15 bucks at least at the time that I was there. Didn't know anybody, didn't know, I mean, everybody spoke English there, but, you know, say, here's a cab, here's the address. Oh, that's a great point. Keep on going, but I want to talk about that. You know, too. Here, here's a cab. Here's the address. We go. We meet up with them. We hang out. It was Bastille Day in Singapore. Bastille Day is a French thing, but everybody was having fun and hanging out. Had a party. Met all these people, and it was carefree. It's interesting because when you go to different countries and you people find out you're American, it could be good or it could be bad. I mean, I was hanging out with really cool people, and the people that I was hanging out with, you know, they were transplants, so everybody had a good time. We talked about different cultures and stuff. Again, people were nice, good times. Went to sleep, woke up. Like, Singapore is a great place to be. Like, it is a it's a up-and-coming area, very big in banking. The... The food, you know, is very similar to what you would experience. It's got the Asian feel, but it is pretty Americanized as well. And the people are just very nice and friendly. So that was a lot of fun. 
And then after that, went to Malaysia with, with my co-resident. So his name is Adnan, by the way. So Adnan, if you're listening, I know you're, you're listening to this, so shout out to you. So got a chance to hang out with him. Got to go to check out different areas. Again, Kuala Lumpur, got to hang out over there for a little bit. They have Twin Towers. It was not as high as your Khalifa, but it was pretty cool. Got to snorkel again. Great time. Awesome. After that, then I went over to Europe and had an opportunity to go and just do the whole touristy thing on a on a on a bus. So did the whole England thing, and then after England went to France, Germany, went to uh, Alps, the French Alps, Belgium. I mean, it was just a good time all the way around. So definitely enjoyed that. Marvin, you may have to move the mic a little bit because it's a little windy still. But I'm there. Well, all right, that works for now. That works for now. So, it, again, it was just good times. And I think it was also fun because of the fact of where I was in my life. I was done with residency. One of my best friends, Jordan Hinkle, again, shout out UNC Chapel Hill, class of 2008 pharmacy school. So we got to hang out after the residencies, and then I got to meet a couple of his good friends from the residency over there. So I think it was also being able to meet a bunch of people who nobody ever knew, but we all kind of came together. We hung out for a good week, 10 days, and it was one of those triple lifetimes. And I think for me, what I enjoyed the most was the camaraderie that we I think what I also enjoyed was just where I was in my life. I had no responsibilities, got to hang out, stayed out late all night, got up, go on the bus, next country, sleep on the bus, get up and do it all over again. And then again, with Facebook, was able to build a lot of great memories afterwards. So I think all that stuff was really exciting, really fun, and one of the highlights that I've had. And then after that, I lived my wife and I, we try to cruise, you know, once a year. And for me, it's got to be just the cruise atmosphere. You know, I, when I'm on a cruise, I don't have to plan anything. You have all the food you can eat. You've got shows, the shows that you've got going on. You've got, you know, singers. You've got theater. you got the pool. you got the port. you got the fourth field where you just eat, 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 comedy clubs. So for me, that's, I like to because I don't think I don't have to go And I love the burgers. I'm a big carnival fan, so I'm all about team carnival. That's what I enjoy to do. It's a lot of fun. I think it's fun when it's just my wife and I. I think it's fun when you're we watch movies at night over the on the boat, on the big screen, outside of the pool deck. So it's just all good. So those are a couple of my fun trips. Both of those trips were pretty affordable because when I was finishing residency, you know, I, I lived like a college student still, so I was on a college student budget. With the cruise, what is so incredible about the cruise is your lodging is included and you're being entertained on the boat. Whereas other places, you may have to go on a trip, you got to pay for a hotel, and then you got to pay for the attraction. Really, on a cruise, that's all in one. So those are the things that I enjoy doing. And again, it's like what you said. It's an opportunity to be able to sit back, relax, be carefree, meet some people, 
have a totally different identity. I think a lot of times people are are different. Like you know, Rod. Rod is you know he's he's my brother-in-law. He's one of my brothers-in-laws. He like when it's vacation Rod versus um, normal Rod. Vacation Rod. Rod, I know you're listening to this. Vacation Rod is so much more fun. <laughs> than normal rod but normal rod you're pretty cool so vacation rod for instance is carefree he's whatever you and i feel like that's how we are on vacation so i think that's another good thing with vacation that's why it makes people feel so good because they're carefree they get to do whatever they need to do they get to have fun it's good times you don't have to plan and it's all good so i think a lot of those experiences are probably what you've experienced on your trip yeah, man. Now, for you sure, for sure, for sure. Now, now, I was talking about travel, and I was talking about flying, and you wanted to go back to the point that you wanted to make. So I wanted to go back to that point when I was asking, telling you about traveling and how it was cheap, and you fly on a plane for like dollars and you're going to interject something. But go ahead, Marvin. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do have to wrap things up. I can talk for days, but I, I am running out of time. But what I will say is, uh, for those of you who are, you know, English-speaking, um, I, I don't know. I feel like we kind of, for whatever reason, the stars align for us. It, it actually works out to our advantage because a lot of uh, the countries or a lot of the regions, like India, for example. Uh, India is a country, but it has many different states within that country. But the different states, the people speak different languages. So the one language that I don't know how they came up with it, that they decided is universal is the English language. And so you can go pretty much all throughout the country if it's uh, metropolitan or, you know, a city like urban, and you can find someone who understands and they speak English. And I found the same thing out here in the Maldives. And talking about with my wife, she says that that's actually pretty common. Um, Even countries in the Middle East, English is that cultural uh, melting pot language. And so if you are naturally English speaking, you kind of lucked out, you know? So that's another thing. If you're afraid of leaving your country, if you're English speaking and you want to go to different areas in the world, um, chances are you may find other people who speak your language or understand your language. And the same thing applies to um, words. Uh, I guess here in the Maldives, you know, you can read things in our English uh, manuscript, if you will, but then you also can read things in different manuscripts as well. So that's something that I also found to be very fascinating. What was it about the the, air, the travel thing, though, or was that the point that you wanted to make with travel? Yeah, that was the, the point airplanes. I wanted to make with travel. Yeah. It. it oh, I. I don't know if I. I didn't mean to mislead anybody, but that that was something that I wanted to bring to my attention or to everybody's attention as well. So what do you got on the schedule I didn't today? Know I know that. Yeah. So what do you got on the schedule today on your last day on vacation? What are you gonna do? What are some memories you're gonna build? And what is on your to-do bucket list that I've got to make sure that you do today? Oh wait, I, I did not wait till the last second to do all that. I already did my last thing to do bucket list: the pictures, the experiences, and all that. Today on on our um, to-do list though is we're gonna go out and get some food. Then we got to catch a uh, local plane back to the main island. And then from that plane, we got to catch another plane to fly us back to um, India, uh, the New Delhi region. And then from there, 
we are going to do another tour of uh, the town in India, but this time we're going to actually go shopping because we didn't want to buy all these things and then come to the Maldives and just travel with heavy bags. So now we're going to do a little shopping in India, and then after that we're going to fly to Qatar, and then we're going to spend some time with um, uh, some family members uh, of Donna's. So it'll be fantastic, and then from there we're going to fly back to the States. Before I forget, I, I wanted to ask, now there was a lot of concern over on the mainland for your safety because those of you who don't know, there were some, some I don't know if, I, if terrorist activity is the right word, but over in Sri Lanka there were some, some bombings of churches and m people were very fearful and they wanted to make sure that you're okay. And then I explained to mom, you know, I, I showed her the map of where you were near the Taj Mahal and where Sri Lanka was, and they're, they're, you're nowhere near where that is. You're like, you're like thousands of miles away. So I wanted to ask you, did you hear about any of that stuff while you were there? Or is it kind of like, you know, when there's crime, you know, in Florida and then you're in Philadelphia or there's crime in like Los Angeles and you are in Florida? You know, tell me a little bit about what the sentiments were for people of tight because of that news and especially in America, how does it feel? Uh, I think I was shielded from all of that, to be honest with you. You probably didn't even know um, it, it went on. Yeah, I don't know how quickly or how fast news travels from here to there. Um, but what I was, what I did find pretty interesting is there's CNN in India. I was like, really? They had like, you know, their CNN anchors for their country talking about these different things. But it's one of those things, if you're around television and you have cable, maybe you'll be caught up to speed. But I wasn't around all of that. Only when I was in the hotel lobby did I see that. So, uh, no, I was not caught up to speed. And I guess that is a difference in uh, the states versus beyond. But I also, you know wasn't looking to view television all that much while on this trip too so uh, am i concerned am i scared no i'm not i don't see it as any different than how it is in the states as well um you know terrorism unfortunately i think is a new norm i with a heavy heart i am saying that but i can't let that um slow me down to just traveling uh, about the world. And of course, I'm going to look and choose places that are safe. But even within those safe places, I guess not everything is 100% safe. You can't 100% know for certain that everything is going to be 100% safe. So, hey, it is what it is. Let's wrap this up because I know you got to get out of there. So what do you want the MB peers to leave with on your part of the speech my spiel is this l o b e that's the most important thing and again it's not about you know the passion oh i'm i'm attracted to you no not that type of love just the love of the fellow being you know give love if you give love you're likely to receive love and um you know once someone experiences that you'll realize you have more in common with random people than you think. Cool. And I guess, and I guess for me, what I got to say is vacation makes Marvin very silly in a good way. 
So, Donna, thank you for taking care of Marvin and having him come out of his shell. The more that I've been hanging out with Marvin in these last few years, Donna, you have gotten Marvin back to the Marvin I remember. So thank you, Donna, for that. And for me, some words that I'd like to leave with the MB peers. I think that with vacations, if you're able to check out different cultures, different areas of the country, different areas of the world, I think it's good because it helps reset you. You realize that the whole world isn't just about the U.S., which I think is a good thing. And it helps you realize that you can be so small and tiny and the world will still function. But at the same time, I think it's great because you realize how big the world is and how everybody is related with each other. So those are my two cents. And definitely cruise if you can, because I love cruises. I'm all about carnival, so do that. Our, um, maybe I'll see if I can get carnival to sponsor the next MVP. We'll see how that goes. But that's what I want to leave with you guys with. So that being said, it is 10.57 p.m. on 4.25.19. And tomorrow, I will be watching the Avengers Endgame. Lee and I had an opportunity to watch every single one of the Marvel movies from Iron Man until the Captain Marvel. And tomorrow, we'll see Endgame. So we will talk about how that event went. And without further ado... I guess we're out. So Marvin, enjoy yourself. Give us a, a nice segue of what you're working with as we fade on out for the rest of your trip. Enjoy the view, y'all. Enjoy the view. All right, with that being said, we got Junior and Marvin representing Marston Brothers Squared. Christopher, we miss you. We'll see you on the next episode. And with that, Marcelin Brothers, we are out. Deuces, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Marcelin Brothers podcast. And remember, do work and make a difference in somebody's life.